Along the southern route of the North Cascade Loop, out Highway 2 in the Cascade Mountains, is a Bavarian-styled village called Leavenworth. Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of four's base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please, grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. I always love visiting this quaint town as it really is a great jumping off point for so many outdoor adventures in the area, no matter what time of year or season it is when you are there. The surrounding beauty is captivating with the elevation of Leavenworth at 1,171 feet above sea level. The surrounding mountains rising above and their jagged peaks standing between 5,000 and 8,000 feet. Here's a funny story. Back when I was in high school, we had a German exchange student, Nikolai, live with us for my senior year. After he and I graduated and his time in the States was coming to an end, his brother Sebastian came out for a visit and I took these two German travelers to the most Bavarian place I had ever been to by this point in my life. As we rounded the last bend in the highway and the town came into view, they looked at me and laughed a bit at this perceived Bavarian vibe. They chuckled and said that Bavaria did not look like this. But we ultimately had a great time wandering around and checking the place out. I will say now that I have done some traveling to Europe and to Bavaria, and I would tend to agree with them on their original statement. But with that said, I also find this faux German village quite charming, and I dig what they've got going on. According to Leavenworth.org, here is a brief history of Leavenworth. Believe it or not, they were not always a Bavarian-style village. Instead, the towering mountain peaks and bountiful land was known amongst Native Americans as some of the most plentiful land anyone had laid eyes on. The Yakima, Chinook, and Wenatchee tribes all hunted the same land for deer and elk and fished Icicle Creek for salmon. Settlers hungry for gold, timber, and furs soon settled the area, and by 1890, Icicle Flats was born. The area exploded with the arrival of a rail line near the turn of the century. At that point, Leavenworth was a whole lot less Bavaria and a whole lot more Deadwood. The logging and sawmill business was great, until it wasn't. When the railroad rerouted its rails and moved out of town, it almost turned Leavenworth into a ghost town. The area scuffled along for more than 30 years, always on the brink of extinction. In the early 1960s, town leaders had a bright idea. Change Leavenworth's appearance to draw visitors. If the gorgeous Alpine Hills had no equal except in German Bavaria, the city planned on completing the experience. This was no mere facelift. In addition to completely renovating the downtown area, community leaders created a series of festivals, drawing revelers into town and continue to this day. To say the change worked is like saying you can taste a hint of cabbage and kraut. For decades, Leavenworth has been a top tourist destination in the Pacific Northwest. More than a million tourists walk their streets every year, finding Bavaria authenticity and Northwest hospitality. As I've stated before, in my opinion, what makes this area so special is that adventure abounds from here. There is a wealth of activities for those looking to invest any time here. Hiking, paddling, whitewater kayaking, 
rafting to lazy river floating, mountain biking, zip lining, or the new alpine roller coaster. There is just so much to do. The crown jewel of hiking is the enchantments. And the gateway to the enchantments begins with the challenging hike to Kolchak Lake. This trail is very busy, so you'll want to plan to be at the trailhead early, like before sunup. This hike is an 8-mile round-trip hike with an elevation gain of 2,280 feet. Once you get to the pristine Alpine Lake, you will see Asgard Pass, which is the scramble to the top and to the entrance of the enchantments. To research, plan, and get current trail conditions for any hikes in the area, be sure to visit the Washington Trails Association at WTA.org. You can also go back and listen to Episode 30, the ultimate hiking resource for Washington State as we sit down and chat with the WTA. If you are a paddler, there are a lot of options as well. There are numerous lakes in the surrounding area, so if you want to float around, escape the summer heat on your stand-up paddleboard, or in your recreational kayak, you've got choices. My favorite is about a 30-minute drive outside of Leavenworth at Lake Wenatchee State Park. If you are more of a whitewater kayaker, some of the greatest whitewater is in this area. And while I'm not a whitewater kayaker, a good friend and author, Nick Hines, is. Nick Hines is a Class 5 kayaker with over a decade of experience in the Pacific Northwest. Plus, he knows good beer too. You should pick up his book, Paddling Pacific Northwest Whitewater. This is where he shares all the details you will need to plan a safe and fun whitewater kayaking trip. If you're not a paddler, you can still lazily float the Wenatchee River. There are shuttle services in the area who can rent you inner tubes and shuttle you to and from the put-in and take-out. There are three outfitters in the area, Leavenworth Outdoor Center, Adventure River Tubing Leavenworth, and River Riders. They also offer whitewater rafting guided trips if that's something you're interested in doing as well. I am not a mountain biker, so I personally cannot speak to specific mountain bike friendly trails in the area, but I do know that it has a very active mountain biking community, and with all that hiking in the area, I am sure there are numerous mountain biking trails from novice to expert. I bet there's sportsmen in town can help point you in a good direction based on your skills and what you want from the trail. Just outside of downtown Leavenworth, near the community of Plain, Washington, is Leavenworth Zip Lines. Here you can zip from ridge to ridge up to 190 feet over the Beaver Creek Valley. They have up to nine zip lines for you to explore and to check out. If you find yourself in Plain, be sure to stop in and check out Plain Hardware as this is not your typical hardware store. It's a pretty cool place to shop. There is a brand new attraction in the town of Leavenworth, and that is the Leavenworth Adventure Park. I have not taken my family there yet, but I can guarantee on our next trip up to Leavenworth, we will be going. This park boasts four main attractions, the Tumwater Twister Alpine Coaster, the Alpine Ascent Climbing Wall, Bavarian Bungee Bounce Trampoline, and Gems of the Enchantments Mining Sluice. The Alpine Coaster is the first of its kind in Washington State, and what's special about it is that you can control your descent and your speed. You can go all out for a thrilling ride, or you can slow yourself down and enjoy the view. It's all up to you. We're going to take a brief pause here and get a word from our sponsor. RV Destinations Magazine is the premier provider of nationwide RV destination articles, sharing stories about the places you want to see for yourself. 
Subscribe today for digital or their new print magazine at rvdestinationmagazine.com. After all your adventuring, you may find yourself in need of some food and libations. There are so many wonderful options right in town for you to choose. I'm going to share my highlights and favorite places to go when we visit. The Leavenworth Sausage Garden. This is the place to go for all things bratwurst, kraut, and mustards. They have a wide selection of various encased delicious pork products and a diverse choice of mustards that you can choose from. They have, I think it's well over 20 different types of mustards. Plus, they have fine German-style beers on draft from Hofbrauhaus and other Pilsners, Witz, and Hefeweizens. This is one of my go-to stops after a day on the trails. Icicle Brewing Company. I go here for their pretzels and cheese sauce. Plus, their IPAs are delicious. And if they have the Enchantments IPA, that is the perfect one. The food here is above average typical pub fare, and they are kid-friendly. My kids really dig their mac and cheese, and you can easily get a beer to go, either in cans or in a growler, so it's a great stop to take some beer back to camp. South. This is a great Mexican restaurant in town that highlights a fresh and modern approach to their food. Their street tacos are one of my favorites, plus they make a really good margarita if you're looking to cool off from a super hot summer day. This place is totally worthy of a stop. Located on the main drag of Highway 2 is the carrot that I dangle to our children for good behavior. And it's typically one of our last stops before we head back to camp in its Cold Stone Creamery. Especially on a hot summer day, this is a family favorite place for us to go. And while they are a franchise chain store, their ice cream is delicious and you can add all the accoutrements of treats to your ice cream. There are three additional stores that I absolutely always stop at when I am in town. These are my most favorite places to go. The Cheesemonger. This place alone, I think I could drop a paycheck in. Cheese is one of my biggest Achilles heels. This subterranean shop is a hidden gem, always with friendly folk who like to turn you on to new cheeses. If you are looking to make a charcuterie board to take back to camp, this definitely is a must stop. They have so many wonderful choices I can never decide, but the garlic gouda is something I always pick up. So treat yourself and check it out. Cured. This is the other must stop for my charcuterie. This boutique shop specializes in all things cured meats from land yogurts, salami, prosciutto, and so much more. If you are looking to make that perfect charcuterie board, well, between cured and the cheesemonger, you're going to make a perfect collection of all things delicious. My favorite is either the citrus salami, the truffle salami, or they have a smoked paprika salami. Honestly, you just can't go wrong here. And Mountain Modern Supply Company is a Pacific Northwest mountain-inspired lifestyle goods and apparel store. I'm not one to be a shopper, but this place has all the goods for those who love the Pacific Northwest. From books to art to apparel, they have a little bit of everything and a little bit of something for everyone, and it's all Pacific Northwest. It's pretty cool. The other thing that we really enjoy doing when we are in Leavenworth is tasting wine and fine wines. In this quaint little village, they have so many tasting rooms that can make your head spin. We've got three that we like to visit and rotate through when we are in town. Kestrel. The Lady in Red is one of our favorite reds that goes well with just about everything. 
This winery, of course, makes both reds, whites, and rosé. I totally recommend that you stop in here for a tasting and see which lines tickle your fancy. Maybe even pick up a bottle to take back to the campsite with that charcuterie board you're making. Icicle Creek. This is another fun tasting room. They have a lot of good wine and it's easy to sip. Their white wines are pretty tasty, so if you fancy yourself more as a white wine drinker, then you might want to go here. And then Ryan Patrick, hands down, is one of our favorite vineyards in Washington State. Just about every wine they make is delicious, but if they've got their sparkling wine available as a taste by the glass or by the bottle, be sure to try it, taste it, and pick some up. It is delicious. We drink bubbles a lot in our house, and we don't think of it as a special occasion wine or a wine for something to celebrate. We like bubbles, and their bubbles are good, and it really just boils down to that. Their reds are good, too. Leavenworth really is a fun place to come and visit. My family enjoys spending time up here in the mountains with the fresh air. It doesn't really matter when you come as the seasons create such a lovely environment. There are some great campgrounds in the area that you can stay at. For those with larger trailers, fifth wheels, and bigger motorhomes, I would highly recommend the KOA. It's a wonderful KOA campground with lots of amenities, with a coffee shop, a pool, a playground, and during the summer months, they even do outdoor movies in the evening. When you first arrive, it looks like a big Class A parking lot, but that's a newer addition to the campground, and as you weave your way along deeper into the park, it becomes more wooded and forested. What's also great about this campground is that they offer a free shuttle service into the core downtown of Leavenworth. So if you do want to do a little wine or beer tasting, you can, and you don't have to worry about driving back to the campground. Back in episode 23, I interviewed the general manager of this KOA, and we cover a lot of information about this campground. So please go back and give a listen to episode number 23. If you have a smaller travel trailer, a pop-up, or a teardrop, then perhaps consider Johnny Creek Campground. This campground is a national forest campground, so the amenities at this park are limited. There are no hookups. It's all dry camping. But if you're an avid hiker, this campground is great. It's quiet and provides close access to the many wonderful trailheads. Johnny Creek Campground is out Icicle Creek Road on your way to the Colchuck Trailhead. I've had luck on a first-come, first-served basis on the 4th of July weekend getting a site back when we had Pippa the Pop-Up. It's very chill and a very relaxing campground. Before you come to Johnny Creek Campground, though, you will drive past the 8-mile campground. This is a very similar National Forest campground as Johnny Creek, so if you don't have a reservation, you may want to also drive through this campground to see if there is any availability before pushing on farther down Icicle Creek Road to get to the Johnny Creek Campground. If you are not familiar with Leavenworth, getting there is straightforward as the village is right on Highway 2, which is a mountain pass that goes through the Cascade Mountain Range. I would say it's about a one and a half to two hour drive from Seattle, a three and a half hour drive from the Peace Arch Park at the Canadian border, and about the same distance from Spokane. In previous episodes, I have talked about the Sultan Crawl, but I would be remiss to not discuss this phenomenon again. The hamlet of Sultan is in the western foothills of the Cascade Mountains, and traffic will snarl and cause a backup that can easily add up to an hour of your drive time. The Sultan Crawl happens year-round and begins in earnest around 2.30, give or take a half hour on either end. That means if you are looking to leave Leavenworth and plan to drive west towards Seattle, you will want to avoid this area from probably 2 to 7 p.m. I would recommend you strategically plan your travel day. Either leave early 
And I'm not a morning person, so to me that means leave Leavenworth no later than 10.30 in the morning or plan to leave Leavenworth after 6 p.m. Trust me on this. Leavenworth also hosts a lot of fun seasonal festivals. In the winter around Christmas time, they have a great tree lighting ceremony, and to see this Bavarian village all lit up with Christmas lights is a winter wonderland that really makes it a special time and a really fun family activity to really embrace that spirit of Christmas. They also host a Mayfest, and if you're looking for Oktoberfest, then Leavenworth is the answer. To be somewhat close to a major metropolitan and to feel a million miles away in a recreational playground is what makes Leavenworth one of our favorite destinations. I would recommend that you come for a very long weekend, but even then, that won't be enough time. You could spend a week here and it will leave you longing for more. You could spend a week here and it will leave you longing for more. Leavenworth is a place that we just keep coming back to again and again, just because we enjoy it so much. And I think you will enjoy it as much as we do. Thank you so much for listening. To help the show grow, please share with your RVing friends and family about this podcast. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like me to discuss, please contact me via rvoutwest.com. Our next full episode in two weeks, we chat about a new kind of RV campground that exists in eastern Washington. This place is pretty unique and not like anything I've ever come across before. We will chat with the owner to learn about their idea and how this campground came to be. I'm excited for us to learn about this place. Now, get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.